This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. The announcement from the government uh, yesterday that uh, they're going to be changing Alberta's human rights legislation that will essentially, by preventing age discrimination, put an end to adults-only apartment buildings, be they rentals or condo units. There is going to be a 15-year phase-in for condo units. So that essentially those that would be adult only now, or at least for those 40 and up, 15 years, uh, that would put those people into quote-unquote senior territory. Uh, the law would spell out 55 years old as senior and allow an exemption for seniors only housing in that sense. So why do we need to make this change? Well, one of the groups that's been uh, pushing for this is the Child-Friendly Housing Coalition of Alberta. Chelsea Jerzak is co-founder of the coalition, joins us on the line here this afternoon. Chelsea, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. All right, so your reaction to the announcement yesterday? Yeah, well, for the most part, we're we're very pleased with um, the changes that are proposed in Bill 23. So we're pleased to see that children uh, will soon be protected in rental housing, as well as new condos. Um, we think the phase-in period is a little bit long, but otherwise we're, we're pleased with, with how things seem to be unfolding. Do you believe this should be some sort of phase-in? you just think it's too long, or do you think that January 1st could be the same for condos and rentals? No, we think that it's fair to have a phase-in period. Uh, we just like to see it um, compressed, I suppose. So 15 years, essentially, is another generation of of children and young families. So, um, you know, a two to three phase in period we think would be would be fair. Um, but 15 years, we think it's it, there's going to be a lot of ambiguity, um, and we're a little bit baffled by by the choice of 15 years. Okay, uh, but as for the change itself, well, why was it uh, your belief that this was needed? Right. Well, you know, currently. Um, Currently, it's common practice in Alberta for children and their caregivers, their parents, to be discriminated against in housing. So um, this is in regard to both people looking to rent housing as well as people that currently own their own condominium units. So um, we've heard from many people who've received eviction notices for becoming pregnant or who aren't able to uh, move into buildings um, because of age restrictions, even though you know there's, they have children and the building is located right next to a school. So it has an impact on people um, for, for, two, for two reasons. I mean, people often choose to live in an apartment for affordability reasons. Um, and they also sometimes are just looking for a lower maintenance lifestyle. And so it's, um, it sort of precludes both of those things for, for, for a lot of young people that are looking to, um, to live in an apartment or to enter into the housing market as well as first-time home buyers. Right. Well, then what do you say to, to those who say that, look, why not allow, if, if adults want to live just a, among other adults, why deny them that opportunity? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we think that it's appropriate for there to, you know, be some sort of seniors housing or, or housing provisions where there's care provided. Um, but for re, you know, regular market housing, um, we don't think it's appropriate for people to be able to, um, to choose their neighbors. You know, just as when we move into a house in a regular subdivision, we can't choose who's living across the street or beside us. And uh, we also don't think it's appropriate to be able to do that in a, in a condo or apartment building either. Uh, do, do, have there been situations where you know, people have moved into adult-only housing and then they've they've had to leave because they you know they they were expecting a child they got pregnant and and does that put them in a difficult situation? Yeah, you know we hear from a lot of people that are in that situation or have been in that situation where um, they get pregnant either it's a planned pregnancy or an unplanned pregnancy and in a home that they own um, the condo board you know flips a note under their door uh, one day and says you know you have. Um, until such and such dates to leave. And so, you know, together with the pressure of being pregnant um, or, you know, starting a family, then they also have to look for housing. And there's a big impact, too, when people are needing to sell um, or move, um, but particularly to sell at a time when, you know, the market may be softer than it was when they bought it in the first place. We've heard from people that, um, you know, we just got a call a couple of weeks ago from someone that said, I just got married, you know, over the summer. Now I'm looking to start a family. Five years ago, I bought into an adult-only building, which was fine at the time. But now, you know, my condo's lost thirty to $40,000 in value, and I'm sort of stuck, and I don't know what to do. So there's a lot of people sort of caught here um, that are trapped that, um, that don't quite know how to proceed. So 15 years, again, is a long time for this transition to happen, and it's um, going to leave those people in that, in that spot for, for, you know, quite a long period of time yet. Well, and are you going to push the government then to, to adjust that time frame, or have you accepted that that's what it's likely going to be? Yeah, well, we'd certainly love to see them reduce the timeline. Um, we're hoping that perhaps there's some considerations that are being raised over the last, you know, day since the bill's been introduced that would that maybe they hadn't considered and that they'll be considering now. So um, we'd like to see that change, absolutely. All right. Well, we'll see what happens from here. Uh, in the meantime, uh, folks, can read more about the, your group. It's cfhca.ca. Chelsea, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That's Chelsea Jarak, uh, co-founder of the Child-Friendly Housing Coalition of Alberta. And I guess if this goes ahead, I mean, that's not sure what, what else they would have to do. This is pretty much why they exist. It says there, our core objectives include legislation that prohibits adult-only residential buildings, changes to rental company policies that prohibit children, and more child-friendly housing stock. So I, I think they've more or less won on that front, even though they feel the phase-in period is a little too long. Off the top in this hour, I want to revisit a conversation we had yesterday. And the, um, the changes coming to Alberta's human rights legislation that will effectively then ban adults-only buildings. For rental units, uh, the changes take effect as of January 1st. Uh, for condo units, for people who own property, this doesn't uh, take effect for 15 years. as a 15-year phase-in uh, for some of these buildings. So changes coming quickly to rental units, and that's not going over well with one uh, landlord's group. Joining us on the line is uh, Jerry Baxter, executive director of the Calgary Residential Rental Association. Uh, Jerry, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Well, thanks very much, Rob. It's a pleasure to be with you. Uh, did, did you did you fear this was coming? I guess the, the government was uh, on a timeline as a result of a court decision, I understand. So were, were you surprised by this? No, we, we've known it's been coming. As a matter of fact, this has been going on for a couple of years now, almost. Uh, it started with a private member's bill that uh, was introduced, uh, or that one of the uh, MLAs was working on uh, in the spring of 
2016, and that was subsequently withdrawn. And then uh, suddenly we were surprised uh, early part of January uh, to see the court ruling out of Edmonton. Uh, we had no idea that uh, that it was coming or that it was before the courts. So it it came uh, while it was a surprise. As I, I guess one of the things we we're a little disappointed in is the government chose not to uh, to intervene and and object at all, but rather accepted. Uh, uh, the decision uh, as it came down, but just simply asked for some time to be able to uh, work on some exemptions uh, uh, to the legislation as they rewrote it. So it wasn't necessarily um, uh, that it, this was all a done deal. There was an option to to appeal this decision, maybe to to keep fighting this in court. Well, we we thought uh, we thought right from the outset when we heard it that uh, the government could have intervened. The government, uh, in fact, I think even the even the lawyer for uh, for the person who brought the action was surprised that the government uh, uh, didn't object and put forward a, an argument. So we were as well. And uh, but needless to say, it's water under the bridge now because the courts have directed the province, and of course we know and we accept and we acknowledge that they had to do something. So I think from our perspective, we were, we were a little disappointed that we didn't have an opportunity to engage in some additional consultation with the government on this while they were writing the, uh, the legislation. Well, how might they have done things differently? What well, would you have told them? Well, you know, we were uh, we were hoping we were asked uh, back in the spring to uh, to share our thoughts in writing, and we did that uh, and sent them to Service Alberta. Uh, and uh, we did. Uh, we were hoping that uh, uh, in our letter that we also provided some some pretty good examples, solid examples for many landlords who've been in the business and have experienced uh, adult-only living, um, and offer that for their uh, for their tenants. Um, we were hoping that somewhere along the way that. Uh, the government might have at least called us. You know, we are the largest association of residential rental landlords in the province, and uh, um, there's another organization in Edmonton, uh, and uh, I don't believe they were even consulted as well. So we're sort of left out in the dark uh, on this. And uh, in our in our uh, in our submission to the government, you know, we we offered some uh, some some recommendations. You know, one of them being that grandfather the existing uh, adult-only buildings, um, and the other was to uh, to look at exempting uh, the older wood frame buildings where sound travels uh, uh, much. It's much louder in a wood frame building, for example, than it is in a concrete building. Okay, so that would have been maybe a couple of compromises that could have been on the table. Well, I, th- I think it's something that could have been done. You know, uh, I, I guess I always look at uh, when you're looking to make changes, you probably want to consult with people within industries uh, who can offer some knowledge, guidance, and expertise uh, based on their experience of working in the industry for many, many years, and then uh, take take that feedback and uh, look to see whether or not you can incorporate it. Uh, in addition, uh, we know that... Uh, through a website we created, uh, allowing our members to uh, to express their their thoughts to government. Uh, we know that over 230 emails were sent to um, MLAs and to, to to three of the ministers. Uh, but uh, uh, still, you know, it, it would appear from our point of view anyway, it was uh, to no avail uh, uh, because our recommend we 
recommendations were were certainly uh, if they weren't considered uh, doesn't look like they were considered or if they were they were just ignored so we're a little disappointed with that you know what our biggest disappointment is though rob it's the tens of thousands of albertans who live in adult only buildings they've chosen a lifestyle and that lifestyle has now been changed and taken away from them through this legislation and we don't that's where we're at we don't think that that's right so when we when we look at what's available out there a survey we did of our members uh, last year when the private members bill was before us uh, indicated that about 25 percent of our members had adult only buildings so 75 percent clearly are family friendly so there is a tremendous amount of choice and particularly if you take that number, if you figure that maybe it's the same through the province, there's a lot of choice for Albertans with families. But we've now lost that choice for those tens of thousands who choose to live in adult-only buildings. And we don't think it's right. So we sort of view this legislation, if you will, that uh, it's more of a solution looking for a problem. Yeah, may well be. Um, I guess from a landlord's perspective, as you say, I mean, you're, you're speaking on behalf of, of people who have made this choice, and I understand that. I guess at the end of the day, if you're a landlord, I mean, isn't it about having a tenant, whether it's someone who wants to live just around adults, or if you've got families, either way, you've got people renting these units. That's what matters, isn't it? Well, certainly it's all about keeping your buildings full. But not all rental property is suited to family living. And so consequently, I think, you know, one concern would certainly be uh, somebody who wants to to rent in a particular building and doesn't get into it. Uh, Are we going to see an increase in the number of complaints to the Human Rights Rights Commission based on discrimination? We don't know that yet, uh, but it's something that you tuck away in the back of your mind and you wonder whether or not the potential exists for that to occur. All right. Well, do you think, what do you expect we're going to see then come January 1st? A lot of turmoil? Well, I, th- I, think, I think what's going to happen, of course, is that landlords will no longer be able to promote or advertise their buildings as uh, uh, adult only. So anybody will be able to apply to any building that they're looking at. Um, but keep in, you always have to keep in mind that, you know, landlords are looking for the best tenant, the one who will be the best fit for their rental unit. It may or may not be a family. And like like I said, my biggest concern is for those who already live in the adult-only buildings who have had that choice taken away from them. Many of them are seniors who can't afford to live in uh, other adult buildings or in senior-specific buildings. What about shift workers and then the serious students, you know? These are all people who choose that lifestyle because they're looking for the peace and quiet. And we recognize that, you know, there's noise in every building, but we also recognize, based on the experience within the industry, that when you add children to the mix, children are children. You know, kids are kids. You know, we love them all. But kids play. Kids make noise. They make more noise than what would normally be in a building. Many buildings aren't conducive to children. Where do they play? They don't have the facilities for children to play. So where do they play? In the hallways, in the stairways? Do they go into the parking lot or out in the street? It can be very difficult. So 
you know, this is like a, a big broad brush, you know, that uh, that targets uh, targets everybody now. And whereas before, what we found is the housing industry in this province actually caters to all Albertans, regardless of their housing choice or housing need. There is accommodation for everybody. So we see one group now has lost their ability to live their lifestyle choice by living in an adult-only building. Right, well, Jerry, we'll leave it there. Uh, more at crra.ca, the Calgary Residential Rental Association. Thanks for making some time for us here, Jerry. Appreciate it. Okay, Rob. Take care. All right, you too. That's Jerry Baxter, Executive Director of the Calgary Residential Rental Association. So their disappointment with uh, what's happening here. And look, I guess, well, I mean, it depends if there's vacancy. If you're in an adult-only building and that building is full, then nothing's going to change come January 1st. There'll still be nobody's going to get kicked out or anything like that. But I guess if you're in a building where there is vacancy, then there would be an option for a family to move in. That would change. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.